Welcome to another episode of the Middle Order Cricket Podcast. I'm joined today by Khizr Ali, our regular um, co-host, and Zishan Iqbal, our newest member of the panel. Hello. Hi, Zishan. How are you doing? Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and we'll, we'll let the audience know who Zishan is. <laughs> that didn't last long. What the hell? I'm joined here today by Khizr Ali, our regular co-host, and our newest member of the panel, Zishan Iqbal, who is joining okay. us for the very first time. Today, we're going to cover the recently concluded second between Pakistan and South Africa. Pakistan winning by 95 runs, um, running out wicket winners quite easily in the end, but that wasn't the case throughout the day. Kizar, was your heart fluttering earlier on today when Pakistan, when South Africa were only three down? It was, but I'm not a weak fan like the rest of these guys. I was there, I knew we'd win. We've outperformed them in every department this series. I mean, the one that really feels good is the fielding department, you know, because that was an area we needed to improve and South Africa have got really high standards. So, yeah, it, it was there, there was ups and downs, but look, we, we spoke about it last match as well. You're not going to win every session. You, you might not even win a day sometimes, but um, it's how you play over the four days and getting 20 wickets, you know, so. And Zishan, how did you think Pakistan performed overall? Well, I think they performed pretty well in the middle order and the tail end. They came to the party. The openers were a bit, well, they were weak. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, we've got, we've okay, got somebody. Leave, leave the wee one in it as well. Lucas, <coughs> is that your child? Yes, it is my child, unfortunately. That's okay, then. Okay, so, where were you were just talking us through Pakistan's performance, what? not just in this test match but also uh, the CDs as a whole. Yeah, overall, it was an all-round performance with everyone taking responsibility in different stages of the two-match series. The middle mm-hmm. order and the tail end, the spinners and the fast bowlers came to the party as well. I think the biggest concern was the openers, and this is not only just now, but it has been for a long as I can remember. Both Imran Butt and Abadali only managed 69 runs and eight innings together, which is beyond disappointing. Yep. So why don't we so, take a look at the scorecard quickly and just see um, exactly how both teams fared. Um, just to reiterate, Pakistan winning by 95 runs. But Khidr, I know you are a particular fan of Mohammad Rizwan and you wanted to talk a little bit more about him today. Yeah, I mean, we looked through that and you've got... it's it's been It's been going since the... To some extent, the England series, New Zealand as well, and we've got Fahim Ashraf now. So the lower middle order, along with the tail, are more than covering their job. They're performing better than the top order in in in, uh, in some cases as well. Mohamed Rizwan, and I guess you could put Fahim Ashraf in that as well, but especially Mohamed Rizwan is making serious runs, but it's when he's making them as well. He's making them when the team is down or the team is in need. Um I don't know if you've got some details there of like when he's his last few innings and when he's made his scores. I've got a few uh, scores here that I just want to kind of mention as far as Mohamed Rizwan's concerned. Um, this is going back to uh, Australia. So uh, he came in when Pak were 94 for five and scored a 95. Uh, against England, he came in when Pakistan were 120 for five and scored 72. Against England again, when... Pakistan was 75 for 5, scored 53. 
And uh, then again, 71 against New Zealand uh, when we were five down for 50. Um, 60 v New Zealand when Pack were four for 83. Then 61 for New Zealand when Pack were four for 63. And then we've got uh, the 115 today, um, yesterday even. Um, these are all scores. I mean, he's coming in with next to nothing on the board. And he is the reason why Pakistan put up a decent score. The first thing, uh, innings lead was crucial and obviously got Babar Azam there, but Fahim Ashraf has done a similar job. Yep. And Shan, you were one to call for Mohamed Rizwan in the team a very long time ago. He's, he's had a bit of a gap between his his stints, uh, but he's come back and he's been really successful. What is it about Mohamed Rizwan that has impressed you so much? I think he's got good sound technique and his wicket-keeping is probably one of the best I've seen in Pakistan. I know Mon Khan was pretty good, but that was... So, I mean, you could, time, you could maybe even put him on par with the best in the world? Yeah, I'd, um, probably, I'd rank him up as the best at the bo- in the world at the moment. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. And his, and his batting has yeah. come on um, leaps and bounds over that period. Um, yeah, I think uh, his batting was pretty good. When he first came in, I don't think he got a, a good enough chance or a long enough stint. I remember him, he made two centuries in the ODIs versus um, England, and then he was dropped after. The other standout uh, performer, potentially, of this match, certainly, and that was um, Hassan Ali, who's just returning from, again, an absence from the Pakistan team after maybe not yeah. performing for quite some time. Um, he's come back. He's the leading wicket-taker in the series, but... Really, it was this test match that showed, you know, his fights and his passion for performing. Um, and he's taking twelve wickets, um, ten wickets just in this match, five in each innings. Um, a word on his performance. As far as Hassan Ali's concerned, first game it wasn't there. He was spraying the ball. He was going at I think at one point five runs and over. And this game, he bowled really well with the old ball. And when we took the second new ball. He got that breakthrough when we were all talking about South Africa probably walking away with the game. And, you know, um, they, they they were at one point, as Winvis had it, uh, favourites to win that game until we took that new ball. Something else to mention, we always we, we spoke a lot about spinners. Um, and for South Africa, it's been their spinners that have got them the wickets. But for Pakistan, the pacemen have really stepped up, especially this game. Um, but, you know, they, they, they're the reason why... We, we won this game. Sushan, as, as Hassan Ali found his mojo again, a couple of years ago, uh, Imran Khan was very critical about um, the way Hassan Ali would celebrate after taking a wicket. It seemed very much that he'd gone back to that style and you know he was really celebrating fiercely uh, after each wicket uh, today. Do you think he's found his mojo again? Do you think he's going to be back in the Pakistan team for good? I think so. I think um, uh, back in domestic when he was, put, he was dropped, I think that done him well. He picked up a lot of wickets then. That's why he's back in the team now. And I don't see any other bowlers apart from your young Nasheem Shah and your Musa Khan. Um, I think they're quite young and experienced and domestic, so Hassan Ali deserved another go. Do we know how best to utilise him, Kizar? I think looking at... We're, we're looking at two games, the samples across two games. So it's still really fresh. Hassan Ali is the first guy to take 10 wickets since Sabaz took them, I think, against Australia. You know, we've not had a pace bowler make that kind of impact. And this is two in Pakistan. It wasn't really supportive conditions. So he's there for me now, for for the short while anyway. 
So lots of positives for Pakistan in the series as a whole. Um, there's a few points I want to raise just in terms of maybe the, the more negative aspects. One that we've all been talking about, uh, and that's the openers. As you mentioned, Sushan, they've only scored around about 70 runs um, in the in all innings. Um, and but particularly a stat that um, i seen earlier today was that the Pakistan lower order um, of Numan Ali, Yasser Shah and Hassan Ali all average individually more than uh, Abid Ali and Imran Bhattu as our openers. Then that is not healthy for any test any test team. Um, but what can we do? What can we do about the openers, Zishan? You could do two things. You could either bring in Imam Imam Al Haq for Abid Ali, or you could take Azhar Ali up a position. Um, I've been hearing on a WhatsApp chat. He's got probably the best average of the openers in the last ten years. He 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 himself performs better as an opener um, than he does in at number three or four. But my issue is that we keep pissing about with this guy. We send him up to open when we don't have openers. When we get an opener, we say, right, you take on number three, and you know then we say, no, we want uh, Babar Azam's our future. We're going to put him at three. You come down to four. This guy is your most consistent top test player, and you need to give him a role. You've taken captaincy off him. You've given it back to him. You've taken it off him. Whatever we decide, whether it's opening because he performs there, then we say that's your spot. And, and not because we want to then bring in another opener and we'd rather shift him down to three. We do that. We've got to give this guy a role. And then, you know, like, like um, Imam al-Haq was injured. That's why he was out. We then dropped, um, uh, what's his name? Sean the Masood. lanky left-hander, Sean Masood. Dropped him. Uh, he's gone back and he's performed in domestic. And the selector said, well, that's what you guys need to do. I don't know who to pick. I don't know. We, we, we always chop and change and try a few guys. But um, it's definitely obvious it's a problem that needs solved because everything else now seems reasonably settled. It's the openers that we need to sort out. Yep. And then coming on to the other aspect that I found quite disappointing specifically in this test was the performance of our spinners. So just taking this game uh, on its own, the, the spinners of Pakistan only picked up one wicket uh, between two innings. South African spinners taking 11 wickets in two innings. Now that's a massive um, difference between the two sides and what probably is also uh, indicative of how well um, their spinners bowled is that Maharaj bowled over um, the test 90 overs just himself out of 115 that him and Lind bowled. Um, whereas Pakistan bowlers collectively only bowled 72 overs, um, the spinners did um, throughout the match. Was it A, that the, the Pakistan spinners just weren't finding purchase on that wicket, like, uh, or the consistency that we had seen in the first test? Or was it that, you know, we relied too heavily or maybe correctly uh, on, on the fast bowlers in, in this match? Because well, I'd say correctly because we bowled them out for less than they got us out for. So the seamers performed. Um, in the first test, I felt that the the captain was che- not giving the spinners a chance to sell. We're talking about Mirage getting that spell. None of our spinners would get that. You know, Yasser Shah would get a spell, then he'd be told to come and bowl around the wicket and into the rough in the leg stump to the right-handers. Just a negative line to keep the runs down. Or, You know, I, I you've got to use this guy as a leg spinner like anyone else would, which is attack to get wickets, give them spells. Inzamam used to give Danish Canadia one end all day just to bowl through. But 
look, it worked because the other guys picked up the wicket, so you can't argue. Is there a bit of a worrying trend with Yasser Shah over the last couple of years? He's not been as effective as he was um, before that. It's a big worry because he had a lot of potential when he first came in. Well, he was almost on par with Ashwin. And over the last year or two, he's fallen behind. I think he's he's not bowling as consistent lines and he always tries too much, I, I feel. Yeah. Um, whereas you got Maharaj as bowling on the same spot. And Yasser Shah is 10 times better than Maharaj, I feel, anyway. And then um, Maharaj was getting a lot of purchase. I don't know. I didn't really see Yasser Shah um, bowling much, but um, I don't know if he was getting as much purchase, but you'd expect a leg spinner to get more and be more, more difficult to play in these conditions. And because do you think that was mostly just down to him, as you say, trying too much and not being a patient bowler that we need really uh, our main player yeah. to be? I think Miss Ball was just complaining about this, that Yasser tries too many balls in the same over. As far as spin is concerned, he was never a huge turner. His googly doesn't turn massive. His leg, he's not a big leg spin. You know, it's, it doesn't it doesn't turn square. He doesn't turn the ball much. But, um, you know, end of the day, this guy was fastest to 200 test wickets. He There's no doubting his, his abilities. Um, okay, he did get most of that in the UAE, which favoured... Um, spin bowling because you still had the bounce and the turn there um, but if we're going to play a leg spinner every game, if he's going to do the Shane Wand role or the Ashwin role then he's going to be the spinner that plays every match regardless of conditions there are going to be times he plays on pitches that don't suit him and his job is going to be just to bowl the same ball in the same spot so the captain can set a field to it, it might be boring but he's going to have a role to play just like sometimes the seamers will come in or you'll get Anderson playing in spinning conditions like they are now, but they've got to know what their role is depending on the conditions. Yep. Okay, so thanks very much, guys. We've just covered the, the Pakistan-South Africa test series that Pakistan have won handsomely in the end 2-0, the first series victory over South Africa in many years, uh, and they've performed really well, really strongly in all departments over the two tests. We now look forward to the T20 series that starts very soon, uh, and hopefully you'll both join me for that series soon. Thank you. Look forward to it. Thanks. Bye.